0: Welcome in, this is the NSM Show, it's Wednesday, January 4th, 2023, glad you made it, it's your host as always, Isaiah Knocking, along with the crew, Braden and Jacob, Braden, how are you doing? I'm doing alright man, happy to be back, it's a cold one out here in
1: Minnesota, a lot of fun last time, I'm happy to be back here.
2: And yeah, it's always a privilege to, when you go on these things, because I know you guys are very knowledgeable when it comes to sports, so it's just good to be back.
0: Yeah, and let's get into it. Um, Unfortunate news on Monday. We'll start this off. There's no perfect way to say this, but on Monday night, football, we witnessed something the sport world has never seen. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field after tackling Bills wide receiver T. Higgins. Medical staff raced to help him, and he was eventually taken off to a nearby hospital. He is currently suffering from Comicio cordis. This is way beyond the game of football. NFL teams gather together as they unite to support DeMar Hamlin in this horrific situation which we all witnessed Monday night. No matter the rivalries and the importance of the biggest game of of the season, this is life or death situation, and we focus our attention on the health of this amazing human being. We all pray from around the world of sports that he will get better soon. All of us at NSN send our condolences to DeMar Hamlin and his family and hope for the best. This was a scary moment. What's your thoughts on this one, guys?
2: Yeah, um, I, I don't think there's any way that you can say this to make it sound any better. Um, Fortunately, today we got some updates. Um, he is showing signs of improvement, although he's still in critical condition. So it's just, I don't know, the whole, the whole sports world right now is holding their breath as we wait um, to find out. You know the next thing that happens and you're totally right this is way beyond just a football game that was hyped up for you know a week at a time and yeah we'll just I guess we'll see where it goes from here and uh Braden what you got on
0: this one
1: yeah um it's it's really tough to see things like that I mean it looked like a routine play he got up pretty quickly seemed all right and then collapsed um I think this says something, especially with um, injuries like Tua's injury and, of course, now DeMar. I think this will spark a huge change in how the NFL is going to approach safety. I mean, putting players at this high of a risk just isn't right, and that shouldn't be a part of the job, and I think that's something that they're going to have to change in the future.
2: Yeah, Uh, um, after kind of looking at this, I'm kind of thinking that the the NFL needs to add another week of – of just nothing Um, they need to add another bye week for each team whether it's in November or December just to give everyone an extra week off and see if that helps Um, because I know these players are putting their bodies through a lot day in and day out for the whole year and it's taken a toll on a lot of guys
0: it has and like you said they're risking their lives playing the game they love and um, you know obviously they added another game to the season I don't know if that'll be right because we haven't got to week 18 yet. That's soon. Um, but, man, a lot of injuries like this, um, you, you hate to see it. And um, usually in these situations, you see the thumbs up. Um, I think we've seen it from Dak when he had his um, horrible injury. And you usually see that. But you didn't see that on Demar's injury. And, you know, when he said uh, CPR, I think that's when people started to realize this was bigger than what we thought it was. Um, I wasn't uh, watching the game live or any of you guys. I was not,
2: I was not, I was away. And, you know, I came back to the house and um, my family was just sitting on the couch cause they were watching and it's just, it was a big scene and it's just something that you never want to see. And I just hope this young man continues to make a recovery as uh, we go here. But we just got to wait.
0: Yeah, we do. And um, there's been talks about finishing the game. I personally think they should not replay this game. I think it should just, I don't know, if you add a tie to both of the team's records or you just leave them at the records that they got now. I know it's a big, um, you know, one of the biggest games of the season um, for that one seed. But I don't know how you can put these players back in the situation from what they witnessed, certainly I wouldn't be able to play it.
1: I totally agree. Sending the guys from Buffalo back to Cincinnati after that just isn't right. I think it's so much more than a one seed or a fantasy football championship. I think they just kind of got to leave this game as it is, unfinished. It won't change any records, and I know it sucks for the stats guys or whoever wants to get that home field advantage. But what we saw there was tragic, and I, I think the way to go is just to leave it as it has been, Um, obviously pray for tomorrow's safety and then just kind of move on from that game.
2: Yeah. um, I think even the thought that the NFL wanted to potentially move forward from that is just, it's so heartbreaking as a fan and as someone who cares so much about a player's health. And I know a couple of the people in this world kind of had some other comments similar to resuming the game, which you look back and it's like, I, I don't know what they were thinking in that moment after seeing what just happened. A young man on a field, just, you know, they had to give him CPR. They had to shock him back to life. It's just something that you never see. And it's, I don't know why um, they would even think of that.
0: Yeah. It's just, something you hate to see and um, like you were talking about with the comments I I hate to bring this up but it's been um, all over the news Skip Bayless's comment on Twitter did you all see that? Yeah, yes. Um, You know, it's, he said stuff that are, have been really bad, you know, throughout his um, job and this has gone way too far saying the game should have continued this is way too big of a game. I don't have the tweet pulled up but um, he's gotten so much from players and you know just people um, all over the world, and you know rightly so he should because that is it's it's a human being you know his life's on the line and you're worrying about the game and you know other people worrying about their fantasy teams like come on man like it's ridiculous and it's gone way too far.
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree. I, it's um. You know, people are worried about a lot of people's jobs are inflicted with sports and a lot of people, right, like you said, want to win the fantasy championship. But at the end of the game or at the end of the day, it's just a game, man. I know millions of dollars are made off of these games, but I think we just have to worry about player health before we think about silly things like winning a fantasy championship or something like that or maybe getting the first seed in the playoffs. I, I mean, compared to player health, that's just stupid.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, apart from those couple comments in the NFL even thinking about that, we have seen just the support about um, Damar and his family from the entire NFL community and beyond that, really, uh, some other professional sports leagues have showed their concern. And I mean, I think everyone should. Um, But there was a GoFundMe page that was put up for Hamlin and his family, and they have raised $6.6 million, uh, which is a fundraiser for a toy drive in his community, which I think is just so, so good to see. It really
0: is. And um, just the whole community of sports and everything coming together, Um, you see people praying outside the um, hospital that he's at. And, you know, it's, it's so wonderful to see you know, communities coming together, everybody I see changing their profile pictures to the number three for Damar, um, just um, sending their condolences to him. And, you know, like I said, we hate to see this. And um, it's it's just great to see. I don't know what you think, Braden, but. Yeah, uh,
1: obviously, a lot of bad comes from this situation. Damar's life at risk, his family probably devastated and T. Higgins, although not his fault. It's hard to push that down, but we've also seen a lot of good, like you said, the fundraiser, fans crowding outside of the hospital in support for Demar. It's a terrible situation to be in. It's nice to see some good come out of it, though.
0: For sure, yeah. And go ahead, Jacob.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, it's it's something that when something like this happens, we saw it with Kobe Bryant's death. We've seen it with a couple other. Uh, big injuries it's something that just reminds you what type of game they're playing and how this world is you know after all of the ups and downs that everyone goes through there's still some heart in people and it's just so so good to see the reactions that so many have shown um, and his family I'm sure it's not easy to go through this no one wants to but just the fact that they're getting this much support and just it's it's so good to see. And before I move
0: on, you know, who knew um, coming into Monday night that there was going to be a serious situation like this? We thought it was going to be, um, you know, greatest game, uh, biggest battle for that first seed It was going to end in either the Bengals or the Bills winning um, but it ended up in this situation and just the communities coming together. You see the NHL, um, Buffalo Sabres wearing the Pray for Demar" um, shirts and um, all, even Donovan Mitchell after his 71 point um, game um, uh, shouting him out. So um, just glad to see, you know, people coming together. And to be honest, um, I did not think there'd be this much community coming together compared to the hate. I know there's still hate, but just the amount of people coming together, you, you just love to see it.
1: Indeed. Um, there's no real easy to transition to this, but uh, the Green Bay Packers played the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Packers were favored by three points, and in a shocking blowout, they took down the Vikings, 41-17. Cousins played all right with the 18 passes for 31, which is an ideal, but he did get 205 yards and a touchdown. But where things really went wrong, those three interceptions. It's also hard to ignore Justin Jefferson. Five targets, only one catch. He could only get 15 yards. He got absolutely locked up, which is something we'll touch on in a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, 15 for 24, 159 yards and a touchdown, which is not a bad night. And the dynamic duo of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined for 153 yards and a touchdown. Packers absolutely blew the Vikings out of the water.
2: Yeah, they did. Um, I guess most fans on this podcast are Minnesota people, and I know it's something that you're just shocked to see, but a 12 and four team who has won 11 of their games by a one score game, I think the record is something that people are like, wow, this team has a lot of potential. But when you look deeper into it, it's a bunch of guys who need the right, um, Need the right coaching, and we see a rookie head coach who will eventually put everyone together. The offense has thrived in certain parts throughout the season, but it's really the defense who uh, everyone has hated on so much. And so, yeah, just a tough, tough loss for us, but we'll move forward.
0: Yeah, and as a Vikings fan, and both of you guys, Vikings fans, um, it's just so unfortunate. Is I feel like you could see this one coming since the start of the week, um, getting ready for this matchup in Green Bay, very cold. Went to a very hot Green Bay Packers team after beating the Dolphins. And um, it's it's really hard going into Lambeau Field. But, you know, I feel like Kirk is either does really great or very horrible because, like Braden mentioned, three interceptions. You can't have that um, – so you can't have three interceptions and expect to win the game, with JJ getting locked down as well. You know, there's other options too. That's why we got who we got: TJ, we got KJ, we got Adam Thielen, Delvin Cook. Like, there's other options, but we just couldn't get it going, and um, it's gonna hurt. But you know, I'm just glad we have a guaranteed playoff spot. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at just the basic. The basic stats, um, definitely not something that favors the Vikings. Um, but this Green Bay Packers team is, like you said, on fire right now. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they take down the Lions and they get into that wild card spot and they go to – right now it's San Francisco with the two seed. But they have – it's hard to stop a team with that much momentum. And I know um, – it's really hard to go into Lambo, which is such a tough playing environment uh, with the cold. And, you know, it's something that I think the coaches should have done a better job of preparing this team who has looked like Super Bowl contenders at one game, like the Buffalo game, but it's also looked like they should be getting the number one overall pick next year with this game and the Colts game uh, for the first half there. So yeah, we'll see what next week has to bring.
1: Yes, and of course, the big storyline, Jair Alexander, I think we have the clip prior to the game, talking about his week one performance backed up his words. Let's listen in.
0: Um, Here, I'm getting it up right now. He don't jump in no super suit and get dressed and jump out. I don't either, sometimes. But... You know, like, he human, is what I'm saying. So, like, it ain't, you know, we ain't putting too much on it on nobody. really good receiver. By the end of the day. I'm a really good corner. We got really good corners. We got really good, you know, linebackers. So, hey, D-line, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, you don't want to put too much focus on that one person because, like, first game, that was a fluke. He don't jump in no super suit. So that's Jair Alexander for the game. And I hate to be this guy, but he has such an annoying voice. I don't know what you guys think, but man, I mean, he did his job, but yeah.
1: Yeah, as a Vikings fan, right, listening to that before the game, you're thinking how outrageous, how can you say that about someone who's had a record-breaking run, but he surely backed up his stats there, like I mentioned earlier, one catch on five targets. Jair Alexander really proved that he is a top corner in this league.
2: Yeah, um, although he is a top corner For me, I know it's a little biased, but I think that game was a fluke for Justin Jefferson, and I'll be the first to say it. Um, You know, there were plenty of times where I saw the Packers doubling him. Yes, there were a couple plays where Jair locked him up, but there were also times where the Vikings just – they weren't targeting him, and it's just one of those games. We also saw it earlier against the Lions. Uh, It's just, you know, you got to go to your best player, and I think there were times where he was open and – the ball just went straight to Hawkinson or Osborne or, you know, one of those other players. So yes, um, the stats aren't there and he was on this record-breaking tear, but I am curious to see, you know, what uh, the Bears game has to bring, which I know they probably will rest their starters for most of the game, but even like the first round of the playoffs, I'm I'm curious to see how he responds.
0: Yeah. And going back on uh, what you said, Jacob, um, I can see where you're coming through from. Um, you know, every good player, amazing player, has a bad game. Um, I have to give credit though. I'm a Vikings fan, but I have to give credit to Jair Alexander. He he played in really well against JJ. He had he pissed him off. You could see. Uh, I don't know when this was, but JJ almost threw his helmet at the ref, which I think you guys all saw. Um mm-hmm, yeah. But he did his job, and you know, that's that's how you're gonna. 'Cause he has nothing to, to lose, right? He if he gets if he gives up two hundred yards to JJ and two touchdowns, let's say, you know, oh, we expect that from JJ. But um, you know, Alexander just uh backing up his words. So, um, we'll see what, you know, JJ can do um against the Bears, like Pierce said. Um, but they gotta get him back into that rhythm.
1: For sure. Um, another big worry, Kirk Cousins, this year he's been putting up stats like he's a top five quarterback. But he continues to receive hate, and he showed why in that last game. Cousins sometimes just breaks down and looks like just a terrible quarterback. And a lot of people are worried. That's why nobody's giving him statistically why he's top five, and he's borderline top 10 in most people's minds because of how often he can just break down in these big games.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, the stats for the games where he. Is not like a top five quarterback. Are rough. He has three interceptions last week. He also had three interceptions against the Eagles, which were the Vikings' two worst games this season. But and yes, Kirk has to do better. But at the same time, um, it's also tough when you're behind a depleted offensive line who is lost many of its starters, um, and he's getting maybe only a couple seconds to throw the ball and he's not a very mobile quarterback, which is something he has to work on for sure, because guys like Hertz, guys like Mahomes, Allen, you know, they find a way to scramble and, you know, to find a way to extend the play, which is where their numbers thrive and where Kirks doesn't. Um, But you look at his three interceptions, I think one of them was tipped. Um, But, you know, it's the the stats that they don't show. I, of course, have to agree that he – um, isn't the quarterback we all thought he was uh, but he definitely has ups and downs and as a Vikings fan you just really hope that he kind of tunes up those fine mistakes and just shows us why he should be a top five quarterback
0: yeah and I'm, I'm sad to say but it, it honestly is not looking better on paper as uh, right tackle for the Vikings Brian O'Neill is injured with a calf injury um I can't say his last name that well, but um, Austin Shotman, he's also out. So um, it's it's not looking good on the O-line for the Vikings. It's even worse than how we showed up in Green Bay. Um, so that's going to be a problem. We don't want Kirk injured, obviously. He's hasn't been playing good, but it's our best option. And, um, yeah, it it's going to be a hard next couple of weeks trying to get those guys ready on the O-line that are supposed to step up. And we'll see how this team does, because um, we've had a lot of luck this season, and um, maybe this is the time where it's starting to run out.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Losing those big pieces in the O-line like Bradbury, um, it's it's going to kill this team. I mean, Cousins, right, we've stated, isn't a very mobile quarterback. So he's going to really have to get that ball off fast. And guys like Jefferson cannot have these dud games. Uh, they really need to step up and play without this offensive line, because we're signing guys like practice squad people. I think we signed a Texan center today. Never heard of them before. It's going to be rough. I think these playoffs, they're going to prove very challenging. Um, I'm not quite sure who we're going to end up playing. It's looking like the Giants right now. Um, I went to that game, and the Giants were there the whole time. So not having these offensive line studs, They're going to kill, that's going to kill this team, guys. I mean, it's going to be very worrying for this playoff run.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've heard several people saying, you know, they're going to be first-round exits. And at this moment, it's looking like that's going to happen, especially with how the defense continues to give up so many yards and points, which two of them aren't, two touchdowns from the previous game weren't their fault, Um a special teams touchdown by Green Bay, and also a interception return for a touchdown. So, 14 points weren't their fault, but they're also giving up, you know, 400 yards a game. It's just something that, from so many veteran guys on defense, guys like Patrick Peterson, Danielle Hunter, Eric Hendricks, Harrison Smith, they need to step up. And you know, guys like Duke Shelley have stepped up, and they're young and they're promising. But these other guys. They need to, I don't know. It's just an interesting team because they've won so many close games, and I think their point differential is negative right now after a couple of their blowouts. Uh, But I just don't see this team going very far this year, and unfortunately they're they're a win-now kind of team, so we'll see how it impacts them in the future.
0: And I agree with you. Um, I don't see us making a big playoff run just because um, of how things have gone um, coming up to the end of the regular season. And, um, you know, we might, we might see Thibodeau with those snow angels coming up in the playoffs because um, this, like we were talking about the old line, it's not looking good. Um, It's hard to beat a team twice. And I stand by that because going in twice, you know, Vikings bear got that win. Braden talking about being there um, that had to be intense. And, you know, just everything going on right now, we got to find a way. KOC. We'll find a way. He's a great head coach, but I'm, I'm, I don't know what to expect here. I'm just gonna expect a, a maybe first down exit, and hopefully we go beyond that.
1: Yeah, um, another big piece of this offense is T.J. Hawkinson. I think he dropped a few balls, and I do not have his exact stats up there, but he continues to be a top target for Kirk Cousins. I think he's gonna have to continue that. Uh, Against the Giants in the first round, and if he at all plays against the Bears. Uh, In the Giants game, I went to, he was a big target. He got two touchdowns, including that Randy Moss like catch in the end zone. I think Hawkinson, just like I I think Hawkinson's going to be kind of a make or break for the rest of this year.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. It was a very shocking trade earlier this year when they picked him up, and I was surprised that the Lions gave him up considering he looked like besides Rase Brown, their only uh, reliable receiver type player. Um, but now the lions almost look like the better team than the Vikings who he was traded to. I know the Vikings have a much better record, but it's just when you look further into these teams, the Vikings don't have much depth. Um, Fortunately for the Vikings, he's given Kirk Cousins an extra target. Um, apart from Thielen, who's kind of winding down to the end of his career, I know you have JJ, who's you know, one week he looks like the top top receiver in the league, another league, another week he's you know having a frustrating game, which obviously it's going to happen. But um, yeah, we'll see how it impacts him for the playoffs, and I'm. Honestly, excited to see the future of this team because there's so many young guys that are promising. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this head coach and I, I'm, I just hope they get one win in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and before I move on, um, I just want to say the Vikings have to learn how to play without Justin Jefferson because that's the reason we went out and got TJ. Um, I think, well, we didn't have to give up much for that trade. Usually you have to give up a lot. Um, And this might be one of the greatest um, Vikings offensive signings that we've seen in a while, um, or trade, sorry. Um, But if we got to find a way to hit TJ, hit KJ, kind of mix up this offense, because if we show up like we did against the Packers with JJ getting locked down, and I'm sure we'll probably see Darius Slay in the future if we get that far, um, we got to have a backup plan. And I was saying earlier, um, we'll only go as far as our defense takes us as well. So, um, it's kind of both of those we're banking on right now. Hopefully, we can get back in tune here. Yes.
1: Um, as a Vikings fan, it's not very fun to say this, but the Packers have a very good chance of making the playoffs here. They control their own destiny as the Lions. I believe if they win that in, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um yeah, their offense hasn't been very exciting. Um, they played the Vikings' terrible defense and obviously put up 41 points, but you got to give some of that to the defensive touchdown and the return touchdown. Um, but what's really dangerous is their defense. The last two weeks, six interceptions, three forced fumbles, and including their special teams. I mean, this team is ski. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um... I mean, it's hard to stop a team, like I said earlier, with a bunch of momentum. And you said they have the stats to back it up the last couple weeks. And, I mean, you look at their their defense. They have Jair Alexander, who is, you know, proving he's worth all that money that they gave him. They have a couple other guys who I'm not a huge – you know, I'm, they're rivals of the Vikings who I like, so I'm not exactly sure who else they have on defense. But they have some guys who, you know, have – proven time and time again that they are top in the league. Um, And so I think a lot of guys were like, oh, this is a rebuild year. But really, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, they got a young Christian Watson who has looked like amazing with his touchdowns and everything, but it's going to be interesting to see this division. I think the NFC North is starting to pick it up.
1: Yeah. yeah uh ter- oh you can go either right.
2: yeah and you
0: know we'll we'll see how this ends up but Braden I was gonna end it but um you go ahead and say what you're gonna say
1: yeah um the Packers they play the Lions who are also kind of hot uh it, I think that they can definitely make this playoff run despite their four and eight start I believe it was four and eight and um yeah, I mean, this team is scary and I think that they could be a dark horse to make this uh, to make a deep playoff run here. We've seen a lot of flaws with some of these NFC teams. Obviously, Philadelphia banged up, Minnesota very inconsistent and Dallas took a couple of harsh losses. I think that they can make a deep run as long as they figure out something with that offense whether it's that good running back duo Christian Watson. I think that they are dangerous as much as it hurts me to say that.
0: I agree. Um, before I move on though, I want to get all of our takes on this. Um, I'll ask each one of you. We'll start with Brayden. Um, Braden, are the Vikings' first-round exits, yes or no? Final take. I,
1: I don't know, man. I think that they have proven that they can compete with big teams, and then also they can struggle. I think that losing a big – that offensive line is going to hurt us. I think that they are going to fall to the Giants at home.
2: And Jacob? I – I agree with you, um, even though they would play them at home, the Giants, Daniel Jones has been doing great the past couple of weeks, Vikings have fallen off, um, it hates me to say this as a Vikings fan, but I just don't see it happening, um, I see it being close, and I see them losing their first one-score game of the season in the playoffs, because they just, over the, you know, the past couple playoff seasons that they've had, they just they come to the playoffs and they just break down and they come up to these big games besides the Bills game earlier this season and they just crumble under pressure. And so yeah, I see I see the Giants moving on. And I also see the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl for the NFC. Wow. You got the Cowboys locked in there. Um
0: I see the thing is I obviously I want the Vikings to go past as far as they can win a Super Bowl. We obviously saw with um, a long time ago, like 2017, the Minneapolis Miracle, and then we get destroyed by the Eagles. So um, no matter what happens, I feel like we lose. So I'm going to say first-round exits. I hope not, but, you know, that's just how things go and have a good regular season and then uh, ruin it here in the playoffs. So I think we got three first-round exits from all
2: of them. Yeah, I mean, this team reminds me of – the pittsburgh steelers who started the season 11 and 0 a couple of years ago and they fell in the wild card to i believe it was the browns so yeah they just they give me the steelers kind of vibes and i don't know it's yeah. we'll see i guess yeah we will see and
0: uh you know we'll see how far this vikings team can go um i think though it's time the nsn game we finally have um two people to compete with so that's gonna be good um i think i hope you guys are ready for this you guys ready so ready yeah all right so how this will work since we got two on um before you like well before you answer like your initials say like for example isaiah and then say it so then i can kind of figure out who wants to talk all right So, like, use your name as, like, a buzzer almost. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yep. So, we'll start here. Um, It's going to be NFL again because that's easy. Um, First clue is he went to the University of Penn State. Um, I'm assuming you guys need some clues. One more clue. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. I mean, there's a couple guys I think of off the top of my head, but I don't think you would make it that obvious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry, guys. I jumped Yeah. The... Initials. Yep,
0: sorry, I jumped the gun. Um, you know what, Pierce? How about this, Pierce? You go first. Guess the initials.
2: Oh, sorry. We, uh... uh. Well, this is, I feel like it's maybe a little cheating because you just said Penn State, but I'm going to go SB. <laughs> Jacob, SB.
0: SB. Locked in. Here we go
2: so yeah that's
0: that's my bad um, we did jump the gun and I think Pierce probably had this one um, and Braden probably will um, we'll do a second hint and then you guys gotta fight for who I hear first can go second clue he is a running back
2: yeah it's got I mean there's really only one chance can I give a yeah guess? I'll give it to you okay Jacob you think you got it, and I think you do too. I mean, the initials were there. Played for Penn State. He's a running back. I'm gonna have to say Saquon Barkley. Lock it in.
0: Locking in for Saquon
2: Barkley. All right, so you got that
0: one. Um, that's my bad, Braden. I kind of left you out on that one. That's alright. Right. Uh, but it's up okay if... two people. Yeah. Is it okay if I run another one quick? Just off yeah, the we can do another one because yeah, Brady like can
2: kind of get first dibs on this one
0: yep um, I'm gonna do so like I, I don't know I told Jacob this but NFL name generator so then like obviously I'm not picking from um, just what I think um, here we go so I'll pick the player and then I'll try to come up with um, I'll try to come up with them um, Bless. last second here um, here okay. we go
1: so I'll take a crack at the initials then?
0: Here, I'm just picking one here and then. Okay. All right. Let me know. So Braden, I got it. I just picked a random one. Um, Braden, you want to go take a shot at the initials for this one?
1: Sure. Um, I assume we're sticking with the NFL again. So I'm going to go with JJ. Locking in JJ for Braden. I'll lock it in.
0: All right, here we go. Alright, so it is not JJ. Jacob, you have a chance here to All right. act- actually get it right. My bad on that one, but this is the actual chance to beat out Brayden. What do you got for us?
2: Let's do DA. Lock D-A, it DA, lock it in. Yep. Here we go.
0: Nope.
2: the initials- are tough.
0: Yeah, it, it's hard. You gotta you gotta go with um, a random guess, and um, you both gave it a good shot. And yeah, so the initials for today are MR. All right, M right. MR. So first, I'm gonna give a clue. This is just off off the head here. So um, mm-hmm. first clue, so it's NFL. Um, but first clue, he went to the University of Boston College.
1: Okay. I'm not too good with colleges,
0: so that doesn't help me out much. But not anyway. either. All right. Second clue, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. He is a quarterback, so this narrows it down. With the initials MR. Quarterback, Boston. MR, quarterback. Let me Let's know if you need... One
1: more clue, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm just quickly... Um, looking up one more clue. Um, here we go. He. This might give it away, but you guys got to go quick on this one. All right, so say your name right away if you get it. He formerly or used to play for the Atlanta Falcons. Initials M R. Oh, quarterback, Braden. Okay.
1: Yeah, that one kind of gave it away. I didn't know he go to Boston College. I believe our quarterback is Matt Ryan. I'll lock it in.
0: Locking in for Matt Ryan. Here we go. All right, Ooh. there you go. There we go. Uh, Matt Ryan. What do you just got one? one. Just trying to there come up go. from the last second. So sorry for the first one, guys, but um, I think the second Quite one right. was a little better. Um. But yeah, I, we're at thirty-seven minutes. Should you guys can say no this one if you don't, but technically it's even at one to one. You guys want to go one more?
2: Sure. It's up to you, Brayden. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Yeah, let's do one more. Just to kind of, you know, see who's our winner. Um, Let me quick get a player here. All right. So, this time, uh, Jacob Pierce. Let's
2: do the initials, Try to guess them. All righty. We're just going to go with... C CL
0: Lock in C L. Yep Here we go Alright, nope It was not CL Braden, you got a chance at it Ooh. What do you got for Lock us? Lock in MT MT locked in for Braden Here we go Nope So both of you did not get it That's the hardest one so the initials for the second or whatever third round is DH. Okay. I, I'm gonna keep it as the college for the first one, just in case you guys can guess it. Um all right. First clue, he play well, he plays in the NFL. Initials DH, Louisiana State University. I don't know if you guys can guess someone.
2: I don't know anyone who goes to Louisiana or did go to Louisiana State, so okay. I'm gonna have to pass.
0: Braden, another Ask for another Yep. Um. Here we go. So he is a defensive player. Defensive player. Okay. Um. D H, NFL. This is a good one. Yeah. i stumped, so I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Pierce, Braden. Yeah, I'm going
2: to have to go to the final clue.
0: Alright, here we go. I'm trying to come up with these on the go. Um, defensive end. I can, I can always do another one, but defensive oh, okay. end. I, I think... Raiden's going for it. He thinks he's. Yeah,
1: DM. I'm. College. I'm going to go with Daniil
2: Hunter. Locking in for Daniil Hunter. Lock it in. I didn't even think of that. For the win. Raiden, do it. For the win.
0: There you wow. go. That's a, that's a good one. That
2: is. Very good.
0: good. I didn't know if I you gave No idea
2: me. he went to Louisiana State. Yeah. yeah, me yeah.
0: either. Um, but yeah, that I think that was a good one. Sorry for the first one, but I, I tried to even it out as I could. Sorry, Pierce. But um, yeah, yeah, for the first Just, episode, um, champion of the episode for the NSN game, first time, Braden Jacobson. Let's give a round of applause. Yeah,
2: that was well deserved. That really? was well deserved. I I'm not very good at initials for mm-hmm. players. I, it's hard to get people off the top of my head. So
0: and. It's always easy for me because I, I know what's going on, but I can't yeah. imagine doing it with um, literally nothing in your head except for initials. So, um, But Brayden's the first winner. We'll keep track of it. But um, next time, we'll keep doing it and keep a standings, but make sure you guys uh, do your homework on those. we <laughs> Will do. <laughs> but um, Brayden, you want to send us into the next segment here? Um, we got a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, we college football here, the semi over this past week. And we had Michigan versus TCU and Georgia Ohio State. We'll start with Michigan TCU. I didn't get a chance to watch that one really know what happened, but they took over the Wolverines and won that game to send the Frogs to the sem or to the final game.
2: Yeah, um, that yeah, was that was a really good game. Highest scoring ever in the Fiesta Bowl between two teams. 96 points. Crazy. Um, I know a lot of people initially say, well, Michigan was um, dubbed out of a a touchdown there. Uh, I don't know if you watched this, Isaiah. I said, Braden, you didn't, right? But there was – I'm not sure what quarter this was in, but – the Michigan quarterback JJ McCarthy had like a fifty-yard toss to—I'm not sure what the wide receiver was—but in my eyes, it looked like a touchdown. Um, but the referees called him down at the one-yard line, and then they fumbled the next play. Uh, so that was that was a big crushing loss for the Wolverines, who just couldn't couldn't get any momentum after getting down by a couple scores.
0: Yeah. So I did not get to. Like watch the game at all? I had something going on, but um, I did um, see a headline on like ESPN Instagram of what you were talking about, Jacob. I wasn't sure what exactly happened, um, but man, it's good to see upsets. Um, I don't. We talked about this earlier, Jacob, on our own time, but we like to see those. Um, we had our picks, in. we both had Michigan, right?
2: Yeah, I thought the defense was just gonna dominate and. I had no idea TCU like, had an offense like that. I mean, fifty-one points. That's. I mean, they just tied. I think they tied the record for most wins in their like the franchise or like their franchise history. Right?
0: Something like that. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to watch the game on YouTube right now while we're talking, just to kind of get a um, little knowing of what I'm going to talk about. Um, but I think the whole, like, from a lot of people I've seen, a lot of people wanted to see the horn Frogs in there. I did too. I you don't like to see, um, you know, a big 10, uh, go in there like Ohio state. Um, mm-hmm. but man, I'm glad to see an upset. You love to see it for just sports fans in general. Um, we were talking about earlier about T, uh, TCU. Um, not only did they have a chance, but they had put up a good fight and they clearly did. So, um. congrats to TCU, and uh, we're going to have a good final.
1: Yep, and on the other side of the bracket, Georgia took on Ohio State, um, and that one came down to the wire, a chance to win it for Ohio State. They could not kick the game-winning field goal from, I believe, 51, sending Bulldogs back to the finals. Uh, I think they are uh, the favorites for this one. I believe The Vegas line is currently about 12 points over TCU. I, again, I didn't get to watch that one. That one was on New Year's, and I was... stuff. But I did see the final kick. A thrilling ending for a great game.
2: Yeah, um, I have not watched many bowl games in my lifetime, but after watching these two, I will say these two are at the top of my list for best ones I have ever watched. Um, Ohio State and Georgia. That was a great matchup against two... Very talented schools. Uh, C.J. Stroud was carrying his team. Uh, I know it was heartbreaking to see Marvin Harrison um, out with an injury kind of halfway through that game. He got crushed in the end zone, and then I think it might have been concussion. Uh, But he was was definitely their top wide receiver. He had two touchdowns, five receptions for 160 yards on 10 targets from – CJ Stroud Uh, but yeah it was Ohio State early on showed why they should have been in this uh, college football playoffs they got up to an early I think it was 14 points and then Georgia came back and they built up the lead again before uh, Stenson Bennett sealed the deal and had that touchdown pass and then just unfortunate for the Ohio State kicker who missed that long one, but it's tough on these college guys. They it's a lot of pressure.
0: It really is. Yeah. And um, yeah, sorry, Braden. Um, no, I'm sorry. but um, yeah, you just you just feel for um, no the kicker, Noah Ruggles, um, because you know the whole game's on him on that kick. And I did. You guys see that last play? I just want to see. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. What I can't I couldn't tell. Um. Because we were I was just watching with some friends, but was it the holder's fault?
2: Uh. Out of what I saw, no. Um. He just hooked it. Okay. And it just it just happens to be that fifty-one yards for most college kickers is probably out of their range. So I think he just tried to put too much on it, and at that, he just his mechanics got screwed up, and he just tried to kick too hard which didn't work out. Yeah.
0: That's unfortunate. But um I did see on Instagram, if you guys follow the NFL memes IG, um did you guys see the uh Madden they did a meme of him missing yeah. of the the Madden um little thing there on the kicking side. That was you know, with that the graphic sway left. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs>
2: uh did you see that Pierce? I did not see that. I'll have to go have to go see. look at that after this. It's just unfortunate for a college guy. I mean, um, these two teams, I'm not sure. You guys said you didn't watch it or didn't get to watch it?
1: Um, no. Nah.
2: This, this one, it was, I mean, Ohio State had, I thought they were going to pull it off, and then Georgia beat them by 15 in the final quarter. It was eighteen to three. That was the scoring in the final in the fourth quarter. Georgia, you know, had their comeback, and man, it was a good way to end off the year. And unfortunate that at, right at midnight is when they kicked it. Uh, mm-hmm. So tough way to start <laughs> yeah. the year for that Ohio State kicker. But yeah, it was a couple of good games, and now we got Georgia TCU in the finals. Yeah, do you
0: want to see? Do you want to hear the odds? For the
1: final?
0: Yeah, I can Yeah, I'm curious. So, Georgia are the favorites uh, at minus 450 money line. Um, the spread is Georgia f- at 12.5. And then the over-under is at 62.5. Um, so, yeah, I would think Georgia would win. But we've seen, obviously, TCU can make some upsets. Um, does anyone want to do... Just for the sake of the episode, want to do a bet on this, you guys? Sure, out. let's do it. So, uh, anyone? I'll take the, I'll take the
2: under for the game. If
0: anyone wants to take the over, I think I'll take the over. Yeah, I. Game if
2: in if I were I mean, you guys, you guys can bet. But if I would, if I was a betting man, I would easily take the over with these two the offenses yeah. who average almost 40 points a game.
0: I'm going to take under and okay. I think I'm going to hope it happens. Um, obviously Pierce um, I got the uh, upset for the Seahawks game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yep. But I say
2: we well the other the other bet I think is called off because of the game. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll, so. yeah. we'll yep. worry about that later. But yeah, that's un- It's unfortunate, but um Braden, you got the over, I got the under. You say like 5 bucks? I'll put as much as you want, man. I'm pretty confident in that over. Okay, I'll just do 5 bucks cuz I'm not fully confident, right. but I think um that it could have. It'll be close, but um Pierce, you anyone else want to do any? Anyone feeling? You can just put out something you like.
2: Well, I'm trying to figure out so I assume Georgia is favored by how much? 12 12 and a half. 12 and a half. If you picked TCU. No, I would not yeah. take TCU in this one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Probably the whole world has. Yeah. yeah. It is a lot, but that's actually, I don't know. It's an interesting one because, like, I easily took Michigan mm-hmm. and TCU pulled off the upset, but I, I don't know. I'm nervous about what they can do. Yeah. I feel like they, for some reason, are going to keep it really close.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hard one because when you got like, Ohio, when you got Georgia and a a big team in Georgia, and then you got TCU, it's kind of hard with a twelve and a half spread. You know, um, but we'll we'll see how this goes. I'm I'm having Georgia win. I'll start it off, and then you guys can go around. But I got Georgia in this game.
2: Yeah, um, I got Georgia as well. I mean, Max Duggan has looked like a really solid QB, but I don't think – I mean, Georgia always finds a way. They found a way against Ohio State. I think they're going to find a way in this one too.
1: Yeah, it's hard to bet against Georgia, but I personally think that spread's kind of high. TCU with one of the um, best offenses in the country. So Mm -hmm. I think for sure Georgia's going to take that, but I will bet on TCU for the 12-and-a-half spread if anyone wants to take me up on it.
0: Yeah, twelve and a half is a lot to win by. Um, it is, yeah, especially in college. And it, like, you've it, you when you're looking at it on paper, you feel like Georgia should win by a lot more. But when you're in that situation in the playoffs, you know anything can happen. Um, it, it's gonna be probably a close. I would say it's probably more by like seven points, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I'm, I
2: mean, you look at. You look at the stats, Georgia allows fourteen a little over 14 points a game, TCU a little over 26, so stats definitely favor Georgia, but, I mean, TCU has a very good offense, as we learned, against supposed to be a good defense in Michigan, but they did not come to play, and I really want TCU to keep this one close because I like underdogs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's just good to, for just watching to have a close game because, you know, everyone just turns off the T or at least I do. I turn off the TV when it starts to blow out. Like you see, I know this is out topic, but in the World Juniors, when teams are getting beat 11-0, you just turn the TV off because there's no mm-hmm. point in watching. Um, this is kind of the same thing. So you'd like to see a, you know, good battle here. And I'd like to see TC win because I'm a Tennessee fan, so we don't we don't like Georgia. but. Georgia's too good of a team.
2: Yeah, uh, we'll find out. I think it's next Monday.
0: Yeah. Um, so, do you guys do you guys have ten minutes? All of you, or is that gonna pull it? Or I think that might
1: push it. I got baseball coming up soon. I'd be okay. happy to get on another yeah. date though.
0: Okay. Um, just quick. This will take like two minutes. I want to do this. Um, mm-hmm. who do you got for winning the Super Bowl? I'll give you some time, but let's just put it out there. So, um, anyone want to mm. go first, I'll go last.
2: This year has been such an interesting one because you see teams like the Bills absolutely light it up in the beginning of the year, and then they lose to, like, the Jets. And so, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they aren't as strong. I think – Hmm. No, I'm I'm still thinking, so if anyone else wants to go.
1: Sorry, you cut out, you said Super Bowl favorite, who I got? Yeah,
2: sorry, uh, who you think is going to win the Super
0: Bowl? Um, I know you're short in time, so I'll just go ahead and go see yeah. the Bills. Um, I think they'd go do it for Damar Hamlin, and they've been here multiple times, and with the coin toss, something, something brewing here, so I got the Bills.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like you said, guess, uh, here's a lot of these. Oops, sorry. No, you can go if you want. Are, yeah, Like you said, uh, a lot of these teams are, like the Vikings or like the Bills, are just losing games that you feel like they should win or games are being closer than they should. I think it's tough. Um, if I had to pick a team, I like how the 49ers have been playing lately. I think that they could make a deep run. I believe they're the two seed right now
2: in the NFC. Yep. I think that they can go ahead and take it here.
0: There you go. Brock Purdy time, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh that's that's a very strong one. I didn't even think of them. Uh I I like how the Bengals have been turning it up lately. They're 11 and 4. They've won 7 straight. I think they keep it going. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year. They got a Joe Burrow who is, you know, he's had more experience. I like the Bengals. There you
0: go. So, since we're short on time, uh, Braden, you got the 49ers, correct? Yeah, uh, Pierce, you got the Bengals, correct? Yep, and I got the Bills. So, that's right now who we got winning the Super Bowl at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think this was a good episode, though. Um, I had a lot of fun. I don't know about you guys, but um, it was a blast.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. It's a
0: great time. Uh thanks for coming on guys. Um make sure to check out the Instagram if you're listening right now. Thanks for listening as always and hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. See ya. Yep.